I was lying to myself. And that's one of the things I think we need to recognize. And one of the things I recognized that helped me turn this stuff around was just that I was I was telling myself a lot of lies that I was believing. And until I started to tell myself the truth and realize what was going on, I had no chance to really turn it around. You're listening to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, a podcast where I have conversations with inspirational people. My name is Chris, but my family calls me Christoph. My goal is to have as many conversations as possible with people who have forged their own path by pursuing their dreams, making them a reality, all the while emitting positivity and sharing this knowledge with others. I seek these people out and share this information with you, proving to the world that you can do what makes you happy and do what you want for a living while being a good human being. We'll talk about careers, but we'll also cover any story that inspires. Let's do this while helping each other. Thanks for listening. I'm happy you're here. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. I have a high-speed, just full automatic send of information today in this podcast today. I'm absolutely humbled to have the number one podcast on Apple, that host, is Alec Lace and he hosts First Class Fatherhood. We covered a variety of topics. They were all really good. Very, very excited to share this podcast with you today. He's interviewed some of the most incredible fathers from across the planet. One of my questions to him was, what is one of his most favorite things or themes that he's learned and picked up in interviewing all of these people. So stand by for that. And he answers a lot of the questions that I ask of my guests in a very unique way that only another person that has experienced and talked to so many people across the world in this capacity would answer. So why do you like helping people? That's one of the questions he even answered before I asked it. How do you stay current in your education? All these things that are regular themes in this conversation were covered in such a great manner. So I really look forward to this. Remember, you can find this podcast on ChristophLewis.com forward slash podcast or on your favorite podcast listening app. And you can find me on Instagram at Christoph Lewis. The best way to help this podcast out is to share it. Rate on iTunes, five stars. Tell me what you like. And just thank you so much for your time. I never take it for granted. Have a great rest of your day after this podcast. And remember to apply what you hear on this podcast. Don't just listen to it. And I guarantee you, you will see results, especially after this one. So without further ado, welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast. Create your career. Yeah, Christoph, it's an honor to be here, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was just telling you a second ago off camera, I think it's so cool to be able to connect with other podcasters. I know how much work it takes to do everything in the background. I know how much work it takes to do every little intricate piece of the puzzle and a puzzle. It seems a lot. So to be successful in that, to have some of the people that you've had on there and to do it so consistently as another podcaster, it's really motivation. It's really full of inspiration for me. And I'm really humbled to have you on here. It's really cool. But before we get into the rest of the episode, I'd love to hear more about who you are and what you're doing and uh, some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, very simply, I'm a 39-year-old father of four children. I've been married for 15 years. And I got the idea to start this podcast, you know, almost two years ago now, uh, just because one of the, I'm, I'm a full-time railroad mechanic. I've been doing that for 20 years now. And uh, on the side, I've always had, you know, a side hustle from being you know, the super in our apartment building years ago to having like a little side vending machine business. And, and one of the things I always did was always drive a cab. 
uh, yeah. part-time on the side. And so I transferred over to Uber a few years back. Okay. Um, yeah. And just from listening to so many of the young men having these conversations, like every time they would ask me, you know, uh, oh, you have kids. And I would say, yeah, I have four kids. They would always look at me like I had four heads. You know, they'd be like, wow, four kids. How do you do that? And everybody has this like false um, philosophy that like having a child means the end of your life. It means you're going to be broke. It means your life's going to be, uh, you know, you're never going to get laid. You're never going to have fun. So this seems to be that stereotype amongst the young men today. It was really driving me nuts. So I was looking for an outlet to to get the set the message straight here. And that's where I, you know, launched the podcast and put the message out there. Yeah, I love that introduction because what that introduction does is cover the number one reason why one of you have it on the podcast because I focus on careers. This is the Christoph Lewis podcast, Create Your Career. And the fact that you're going out there and you were so dedicated to your job, you said you were a railroad mechanic and you were or taxiing and then Ubering, and but then you're doing this podcast, which we described in the beginning, takes so much of your time and a lot of effort. So you're being able to do all this stuff. And then while you're able to do all this stuff, you're able to recognize all these stories that you're hearing as you're meeting these people and then you'll be able to formulate that into what the podcast is today and I do agree I um, when I talk to Aaron Singerman I don't know if you've had a chance to speak with him but he would be great yeah for, I've had him on okay I was gonna say he'd be great for your podcast but he said kids made me rich my kids made me rich and it goes against all those things that you had been saying about what people thought about kids and, and children was that it makes me poor and this and that and this and that but he said, because I have kids, essentially, I now have this work ethic that I've never had before because I want to provide for them. And I just thought it was the most uh, incredible answers I've ever heard. So going back to why I wanted you on here, it was that exactly. Because a lot of times, one of the chief complaints that I hear through my podcast is that people don't have the time to do things. So I want people to recognize Alex's story here and see that you've done all of these things that you've described to us. And you've been able to not just, it's one thing hearing that and then like not processing it and not doing anything about it, but you've done something about it. So, I mean, what was like the shifting gear between you hearing all these things and then being like, I'm going to start a podcast on it. I know you described it a little bit, but like what really set you off to, to want to create something like that? Well, I mean, it really was a buildup over a number of years, Christoph. I mean, I'm a, I'm a recovering alcoholic and an addict and I went through a lot. I mean, this, you know, managing my time didn't come easy. I was always mm -hmm. one of those guys, too, that couldn't have the time. You know, I was always busy get, drinking, getting high, yeah. gambling. I mean, I was, you know, addicted to, you know, multiple vices. So uh, th this happened over a long time. I started to change my mindset through reading because one of the times mm -hmm. I stopped drinking, uh, you know, I'm compulsive by nature. And I picked up reading, which I had never read a book in my life. And uh, I, I picked wow. one up to try to get something to, to grasp my mind. Now I read a book every week and I see, I love that you post yeah. up there that you have yeah, that yeah. one book a week. Awesome. I've been reading a book every week for, for quite a long time now. And it's really changed and shaped my entire philosophy wow. and my outlook on life. So that was really kind of, um, wow. where a lot of the fire started to burn for like trying to figure out, Hey, listen, um, there's an opportunity to get more out of life than what I've been putting into it here. So, I mean, that's really where it started to develop. Yeah, I absolutely love that because, again, one of the things I see a lot is that people, they like to say that they're going to do things or they say that they want to change. But uh, unfortunately, I see that it is this thing that is very rare that people actually take action. And that's why I'm so persistent 
I'm putting out content that evolves around that and using myself as that example of putting it out there that it is feasible to read a book a week. And I kind of use that as, you know, insert your variable into that. I thought I was a bad reader. I don't know if I've finished many other books than what was required from me in school uh, on my own. So to be able to do that myself has been very, very helpful in my own life. And I love that you've been doing that for so long and that you've uh, given that to us as an example of going out there and exposing yourself to education at, uh, at such a regular interval. And I think that's probably attributed to a lot of the success that you've had now. Yeah. And, and you know what, Chris, uh, one of the things that I do is I, I try to you know multitask as best as you can. So what I do when I drive Uber, a lot of times I'll re-listen to an episode that I'm trying to, um, you know, edit or figure out because sometimes there'll be like a half hour, 40 minutes. So I get a chance yeah. in my ear while I'm driving Uber and making money. I'm also advertising the podcast because mm-hmm. I have the advertisements on the on the vehicle and I hit everybody that comes into the car with a Love card, that. you know. So it's like I get three things done at once. I can re-listen <laughs> to edit. I yeah. can drive and make money and I can promote the podcast. So it's things like that that you stack on top of one another that helps you with your time management. That, that's really interesting because I've always varied, varied vastly on multitasking. But I think when you implement it in such a manner where, because a lot of times what I mean by that is like when I'm focusing on one thing, I want to like do that and I want to do it 100%. But the way you're articulating it to us today is that you're driving, like I've given the example of other people, if you're listening, like if you're stuck in traffic, like I changed my mindset to think that traffic is now a blessing. And I'll turn on a podcast, whether it be real estate, whether it be something you were saying, or even my own podcast, which I love listening to better myself and being able to multitask in that fashion, I think is really beneficial. So it helps further instill the thing that I've been talking about a lot. So I do appreciate you saying that. And I think it's just like, what approach are you taking to it? How can I best utilize the time that I do have with me? And I love that you're out there and you're, you know, you have the cards, you have the uh, marketing you said is like on the outside of your, your car or something, I'm sure. And you're able to yeah, do magnets that. on the car. Yeah, yep. yeah. So being able to do all that stuff, I think you're just making the best of your time and uh, your resources, which is really important. And I didn't know that you were also reading a book a week. So that's really interesting to me. And I have had a few people. I know you've had Grant Cardone on there as well. That's one of the people I think about that has a background similar that you've uh, so graciously shared with us today is having an addict background. And I had no idea that he did as well. And to be able to see success to me is part of the reason that I have a podcast is to be like, this guy has this massive success now, but I think a lot of people don't know where he's come back from or where he's come from to be back where he is now. So I love giving the example of you as well, where you have that background, but you're all doing all these things right now and you're able to be successful. And it doesn't just have to be one thing. Like speaking of multitasking, you can still have your day job and do something that you're just so passionate about on your off time. And that's one of the things that I I really like about that. Is there like, so you've had a lot of people, like a lot of people, is there a reoccurring topic that you favored the most that you've really, really taken to heart, something that you may not have known at all before, but you've seen it repeatedly come up in these people that you've just really resonated with you? Yeah, and that's really the, the point that I drive home with the whole uh, you know vision of the podcast here on trying to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life is that I bring on these people who have just really crushed it in life, no matter what field they're in, whether they're mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVPs or the world's strongest man, whatever it may be, still team six guys. These guys have just really put it on life. They've poured it on. And they say that despite all these things they've accomplished, it's really been through fatherhood that's given them the greatest sense yeah. of fulfillment and achievement in their life. And it puts a better testimony on what really, you know, fatherhood is truly all about. Yeah. 
that I think that's really special to be able to do that because you're right. I mean, they're doing incre- they're doing top tier, you know, tier one stuff. They're doing the top of the level, the best of the best things, and then be able to say that that is the 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 most greatest fulfilling thing that ever. I now know to be my answer as well because you know, being former Navy and then now having a ten month old is just like is absolutely mind boggling. And I know that I used to struggle with time management, or at least I thought I struggled with time management before, you know, where did all my time go, (laughs) you know, and then I'm able to still make it happen. So I I do think that the the same thing, going back to what Aaron said and how it's applicable to your show is that if you really want to get something done, you can do it. And then you can also, your kids, I mean, they've just, it's like the moment I saw her just lit this fire inside of me. And I even remember talking about it publicly that I, I thought, I was motivated before. I thought I really wanted to be successful before, but now I just got this new fire burning within me. And it's been very, very helpful to just, um, to just take my mindset to another level and understand the world around me truly. Is there been like a most interesting problem that you've seen throughout not only this podcast, but you said your, your career to where you you slowly implemented this evolution of mindset through reading books and everything. Was there a point where you thought that you maybe wouldn't be able to continue in the fashion that you wanted to or something like that, a problem that you had to overcome? Well, I mean, there's been several uh, problems to overcome, you know, in my in my personal life. I mean, uh, like just on the journey of trying to get uh, sober, um, uh, one of the things that really set me back, I was sober for like two years, three years, <clears throat> excuse me, and then uh, my best friend since childhood, the first friend I ever made, uh, Godfather, one of my children, I'm the Godfather, one of his, uh, you know, he he committed suicide, and it really threw me for a loop, and it sent me back into that yeah. familiar place of um, of alcohol. So I went to what was familiar because I had to get a eulogy, and I thought that you know I'll just lean on this for now, and then I'll drop it again and get right back on the horse on the wagon, and it didn't work out that way. So it's um. One of those things where I was lying to myself, and that's one of the things I think we need to recognize. One of the things I recognized that helped me turn this stuff around was just that I was I was telling myself a lot of lies that I was believing, and until I started to tell myself the truth and, and realize what was going on, I had no chance to really turn it around. So I mean, that, that that's something similar to what you're asking there. Yeah, absolutely, it is. I think a lot of times it's really it can be easy to lie to yourself, even though you know you're lying to yourself, you're still telling you these things. And you just can't get past it. And it's really hard to come out of that. And I find that one of the ways that I get through that is by doing what we're doing right now is to continue to share our story, no matter how many times we've shared our story. And then again, as a fellow podcaster, you know, I mean, we've said these things many, many times, hundreds of times now, but I will say something for the 120th time and I'll see it in a new light. So that's what I think is special about being able to do that. And it helps me overcome that tendency to want to lie to myself about things because when I continuously see them and say them out loud especially am I able to really fully understand them and continue to understand them in that new light that I see so I, I really really love that that answer that you've given us there and of course we've talked about the importance of education quite a bit and I, I like asking people about you know what or what do you do to stay current and I know one of the things you've already shared with us is reading a book a week but are there any other behaviors that lead to the success that you've seen other than reading or anything that you implement into your life to ensure that you stay current 
and in, in yeah. ahead of the game too. Yeah, I, I'm a very faith-based person too, so I keep God first in my life, and it's one of the things. Whether it be you know for everybody, it's different. God, the mm-hmm. universe, the source, whatever that may be. But for me, it's God, and I keep that relationship first in my life, and that kind of helps to keep me centered with everything that I do. So I, I spend a good amount of the time mm-hmm. uh, during the mornings, you know, whether you want to call it meditation, prayer, what so be it, but just in thought. I spend a lot of time in thought, and I become a conscious observer of my thoughts and where they're going and watching uh, where they're coming from. And so I, I've kind of paid attention more to why I'm thinking, what I'm thinking, and then trying to control where I want my thoughts to go. And that that's played a big part in my life. I mean, I, I never realized um, years ago how much thought actually played a factor in my life. I mm-hmm. never, I, I mm-hmm. would never even have considered that. So mm-hmm. uh, that's something that's definitely, um, you know, snowballed into a massive amount of productivity sure. for me is just being able to control my thoughts. Yeah, that's a lot easier said than done, isn't it? Is that something you've done, you said, every morning, right? Yeah, you got to work on it. You got to be consistent with that because it'll just get away from you. Yeah, it's it's of course it's a lot easier said than done. You know, mm-hmm. it's like uh, like Shakespeare said one time, like it would it would be it, it's easier to be one teaching the twenty than to be one of the twenty getting the lesson. You know, so it's it's always easier to say it than to do it. Yeah, I think maybe that does that help with being a podcaster as well, being a host and being able to obviously you are learning from each other mutually from your guest and your guest learns from you as well. I would assume that helps you grow as an individual as well. I, I feel like that's probably very much true. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's been yeah. really a blessing for me to be able to get so much advice from so many seasoned dads. Like my oldest is 13. My kids are right now, they're 13, 12, nine and five. And so I'll have, you know, dads on the show whose kids are, you know, you know have kids of their own and they, they've been through all these different things in their mm-hmm. life. So I get to ask them about how they handled when their daughters started dating, where, you know, when their son started driving, you <laughs> oh. know, I, we get to go into all of that stuff. And it's very beneficial for me. Yeah. And especially too, as the years go on to have this material to be able to, to, to look back into, and even though it'll be there for my kids when they get yeah. older and have kids of their own to be able to listen to their, their father, talk to so many of these um, amazing people yeah. about fatherhood as they're going through it. You know, you know, I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I said the same thing to my parents last night. They were asking me, thank you. know, I'm so uh, full of gratitude that they're supportive. Like they listen to my podcast and it's so cool that they are able to do that. But I said, one of the things I said, that exact same thing is that my baby Kennedy, uh, she's able to listen to that stuff, you know, when she's older and God forbid something that happens to me, she be able to learn so much more about her father than through a photo or something like that. So to me, it's so important on so many levels. And I think what is so the, the, the similarity between the podcast and reading the books is that you're, of course, reading or listening to somebody else's experiences, how they've dealt with something already. And that's what I love reading a book is because this brilliant individual had all these experiences, then I can just read that. And in just a, you know, a week, as you and I are doing, I'm able to absorb all of that lifetime of an information. And I would agree that I would also answer that question in the similar fashion of being able to do that is just, I almost say it, and I'm going to ask you about, I want to talk about mentorship next, but I would uh, say before we even get into that, that all these people that I, I speak to and that you speak to and the books that I read are, are mentors in my life. I definitely feel as if I'm being mentored a lot of times just throughout my podcast. So if I can pose that question to you, have you had any mentors? And if you have, how have you come into them? Have you acquired them? Yeah, not not in the physical sense of being having somebody yeah. present in my life as a mentor. But just like you said, I mean, I've been able to take... Now, here's one of the greatest things about technology, right? Because it could be just a burden and you could just sit there and play Candy Crunch or whatever the latest <laughs> game is and just yeah. waste the day away. Or... 
you can use this tool to get mentors right there. There's so much valuable information. So many seminars where years ago, like even Jim Rohn, for, I'm sure you, you listen. I mean, Jim Rohn's a guy where you had to spend a lot of money to go to one of his seminars. Now they're all available on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So are so many of these prominent speakers yeah. that you can actually sit there and listen to these lectures or listen to these uh, speeches or presentations. And you can just listen to them over and over again for repetition. So I, I do things like that. And, and of course, you know, I, I'm, my favorite interviews are the ones that I that I do with the Navy SEALs just because I love yeah. their mindset and their philosophy. So I, I really, um, you know, I'm like a sponge when I listen to those guys. And I speak now I've developed relationships away from the podcast with several of them. And, uh, you know, it's been really just uh, uh, made a major impact on my life. So, I mean, I, I take a little bit from everybody and I have the opportunity like you do to go back and listen to, uh, you know, hammer the points home mm -hmm. when I need to. So, yeah, yeah, I enjoy that. I personally, I still do everything myself. I edit it myself and I, I like editing it, <laughs> even though the time it, it takes a while, I, I still choose to do that because I'm able to go through so lethargically on purpose to be able to chop it up and I'm able to really, really soak up that information because I find that one of the things that's been difficult and that I've had a question asked to me is, okay, so you're reading a book a week, but how do you ensure that you're able to apply all this information? Because one of the things I say in the other segment of my podcast where it's only me, I always finish it with, you know, you can listen to all the best advice, read all the best books and have all these best conversations, but if you don't apply it, it doesn't mean anything. So I know that when I'm able to go through these conversations and I'm able to edit them at this slow pace, it really helps me take that information and then figure out how I'm going to apply it to my life. For when I read a book, I'll highlight positions or uh, sections that I like, and then I can go back and I can skim it and find the parts that I liked and that I want to be able to apply. How have you found personally that you're best able to apply these things that you're learning from these individuals? Yeah, I think it's important what you said there too, is about taking action, right? It's, uh, um, faith without works is dead, right? So it's, for me, this whole process started, I kind of put all this new philosophy to the test with the podcast is really what I did. Because mm -hmm. after I had read a number of books and, and uh, listened to a number of seminars, it was time to put it to the test. And everything kind of came together at one time because my older boys, they wanted to start a, um, a YouTube channel. Yeah. And I had started to look into trying to help them do that and then discovered what podcasting was, okay. which I didn't know. <laughs> and, you know. So then I said, okay, here's the opportunity to put all this stuff together. I have this idea about fatherhood. Here's a platform to put it out there. And really, um, I, I put it to the test of changing my mindset of my belief in the success of this and who I will be talking to. Because if you don't believe that these people are, because the number one question everybody asks me is, how the hell are you getting these people on your show? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, if, if you have the mindset of, why would Deion Sanders want to talk to me? He's not going to want to talk to you. But if you have that mindset of, why wouldn't he want to talk to me and come on the show? You already opened the door to have the possibility to get him on. So it, it, it was yeah. changing my mindset of even reaching out to people. For every 10 that I reach out to, I get one that'll, that'll actually come on the podcast. So I've had 290 episodes. I've reached out to over 2,000 people. So it's like you ha and I've been persistent yeah. on following up with the ones that, that I've gotten on the show. And now that I've got that, that that ratio going, whenever I get the rejection letters, like somebody says, hey, thank you, but no thank you, I get excited because I know it's one step closer now, one more guy closer to getting the guest. So I've, 
I've shifted the mindset in that way and yeah. I've applied it yeah. in I obtaining guests, developing these relationships and stuff like that. So, I mean, this, I mean, I'm somebody that went from, I mean, a, a, a small part of my story is I, I got years ago, I got a lifetime ban from giant stadium and fast forward. I was on the field at the Super Bowl for a media day <laughs> interviewing the greatest player that ever played in Tom Brady. So I mean, that's the kind Dude, of turnaround this has been for me, Crystal. I, fr- I freaking love that, man. I think that's so amazing how you can have that kind of turnaround. I, that's probably, I don't know if that's podcast appropriate, that story, but I <laughs> I don't know how you got, you got banned, but I do, I, I do love to hear about how you came back and you're able to, to interview those guys on the field there. I think that's both hilarious and awesome and inspirational that you're able to do that. And the mindset's so great. And again, like I can, that was such a parallel for me is people have asked me as well, like, how do you get certain people? And I was like, persistence doesn't even begin to describe the amount of effort that I put out there to put out, you know, either whether they're direct messages, whether they're phone calls, whether they're emails or however way, but it kind of ties back to what you're saying about your, your kids. Like there's no excuse. Like all this information is out there. It's whether you want to work for it, whether you choose to be uh, persistent about it and maintain that consistency and what you want to do. But my numbers are very similar to like that. And I think that's one of the the things, one of the reasons that I've been, uh, have had the success that I've had and you've had the success that you've had is clearly because of that, being relentless and, and just following up. But even more so, I don't want people to, to miss what you said about the mindset of even when you get a rejection letter, because what you don't know is how many, <laughs> how many we send out that you don't hear back from ever, you know? So when you do hear back, I love that because I immediately, you know, make a note to follow up with this person on X date. And I know that I'm at talking to somebody and that's such a huge, like if you're a fellow podcaster or content creator, that, that is like something to take away right here that Alex said is like, then you, yeah, you're at least talking to somebody. You got some kind of grasp on there, even if it's weak, you're, you still have some kind of base to be able to touch right there. So I think that's brilliant. And I do know that that's one of the factors that's led to the success that I've seen here too. So I do appreciate you sharing that with us today. Wow. I've really, really, really enjoyed this so far. Um, do you see this continue? I mean, what kind of plans do you have for the podcast and, and for your own life? Do you see yourself continuing to work uh, this this day job, as you say, and then continuing podcast, or do you believe you'll see like a shift to just doing podcast? Yeah, I mean, right now it's I'm pretty much I'm about a year and a half into doing the show, mm-hmm. and it's still very new. I still have a lot to learn. I, I still yeah. have to hone the craft. So I'm I'm, not, I'm patient with the process. Yeah. My day job ain't going anywhere, you know. <laughs> so my my role as father ain't going anywhere. So. Really, in 2020, I plan on, on scaling everything up, trying to do some more because one of the things that I didn't do until later part of the year was uh, video interviews like this. So yeah. um, I definitely want to do more video interviews, maybe some on location interviews. Uh, I yeah. got a, you know a couple of books in, in the works for 2020. So uh, I'm doing some speaking engagements in 2020. They've asked me to come and speak at uh, uh, Dad 2.0 down in Washington, D.C. in February. Very so cool. uh, I plan on just trying to really scale up and try to get the brand uh, put, put some more effort into getting the brand out there and all that. Yeah, I think those are great plans to be able to do that. I really love the video aspect of the podcast. I've been doing it since day one. I don't even know why I made the decision, but I do know that I've been very happy with the decision because I love being able to quote unquote, look at somebody in the eyes, but having that personal interaction to me is much more important. And I think that's why it's a great idea. Like just listening to you after just meeting you that it would be phenomenal, phenomenal idea to be able to go out there and speak and just continue to integrate yourself within all this media and this content, you know, writing books, meeting people in person, having video interviews. I think that'd be very beneficial. And I I do think that that would absolutely help scale the podcast because I do 
completely agree that what you've said, why I asked you in the beginning and what you described to us about who you are and what you're doing and what this podcast is and why you're doing it. I fully believe in that. And I believe more than ever in today's day and age that we need people like you that are going out there. We need strong men that are going out there and talking about fatherhood and sense of sense like this. And I just align with it so much more. Like I said, after being a new father, like I see it now, you know, I definitely see it firsthand. And I I love that this is out here now and that you're getting such people out there that people listen to, you know, and, and, and then now people are starting to listen to you, obviously. So I love that you're doing that. Yeah, and you know what it is too, Christoph. There's a there's a major fatherless crisis in our country right now. So, so many kids are growing up with, with without the benefit of having a father in the home. And wherever we see it, I know just last summer we had this issue with uh, Baltimore, and people were pointing at like, oh, it's politics, it's economy, it's all this and that. But if you look at Baltimore, seventy percent of the teenagers are growing up in that city without a father in the home. Mm-hmm. And every one of these cities that we look at that have higher rates of drug use, higher rates of teenage pregnancy, suicide crime, all these things, they all correlate with having a 60 or 65% rate of kids without a dad in the home. And it's it, the, the statistics are very overwhelming uh, about the effects of it. So I, I think that if we can get more families strengthened and maybe get God back in our, in our life a little bit more, I think most of the problems that we have in our country right now would start to just dissolve. So um, I, I, think, I think the fatherhood aspect is what I'm trying to point out. And that's why I'm trying to bring on all these guys to say, hey, look, how bad could it be if it's good enough for Tom Brady or if it's good enough for Tony Hawk? Or, you know, it, it, you listen to these guys talk about it. It means more than it does just the average Joe on the street. Because, you know what, becoming a father, the best thing about it for me is it reveals more of who you are every day. With mm-hmm. each new uh, stage that your child gets to, it reveals something yeah. more about you that you yeah. have to deal with, especially when you have multiple kids. My four <laughs> kids couldn't be more different than one another. And yeah. each one of them is teaching me something new about myself each and every year. I love that. that that's that's brilliant. I love that. It's sad to hear that the the fatherless figures are so high, but that you're able to like, like I posed the question about education and learning. And I, I love that you're able to learn from your kids. And I do like how you mentioned that it's revealing because I know uh, definitely as former military, like being in stressful situations, that that's where I was truly uh, that's, that's what truly made me a man. And even furthermore, to couple up with one of the other answers you gave about you, you like interviewing the Navy SEALs the most. And I was fortunate enough to be able to work with them for a number of years. And I know that was very defining. So that coupled with being in stressful situations was the most, one of the most defining times of my entire life. And then I became a father. And the reason I say that is because now I'm my own set of stressful situations, uh, how how do I be a good husband to my wife during these stressful situations and vice versa? How do we maintain our relationship? How do we be a good parent to our daughter when we're stressed out, tired, hungry, all these other things? So I think we really see who we are in these type of situations and that I love that fatherhood is able to bring that to me and that you're able to learn from your children in that aspect and really find out more about yourself because I know hands down, I can say without a doubt that I have definitely learned more about myself within the quickest year that I've ever had because it has indeed (laughs) been the quickest year I've ever had in my entire life. And I really appreciate you being here, Alec. But before we leave, where can everybody find you, find the podcast and just more information about you? Yeah, I'm pretty much everywhere you can hear a podcast. iTunes uh, is usually the most popular. iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify. You can Google First Class Fatherhood. You'll find some place where you can listen. I got the website, firstclassfatherhood.com. I mean, I'm on Instagram at Alec Lace. Um, uh, Instagram at, at First Class Fatherhood. I'm on Twitter. 
Uh, I'm trying to stay on Facebook as much as I can. I'm, uh, I'm pretty much everywhere that, that, that you're supposed to be. I just started a YouTube channel and starting to upload content to there. Uh, so I'm going to try to focus on that in 2020. But, you know, uh, uh, you, know you, you put the name out there, you'll find me. Easy day. Well, you guys will be able to find that in the show notes. Go ahead and find him, the number one Apple podcast. I love what you're doing, man. And go over there on YouTube as well and subscribe to his channel. And I know when you, as you continue to do the video podcast, there's going to be some amazing content out there. And it really is great watching these men talk about this stuff. So go ahead and check it out. All right, my friend, again, thank you so much for your time. This was really fun. I mean, this was just, uh, we, we, we flipped it to automatic. We talked about a lot of different things. There's a lot of good content here. We went really far, you know, we went really wide. We went really deep on some things and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Christoph, honored to be on your show. Thank you so much for having me on. All right, have a good night. See ya.